Happy Halloween, everybody. Take it away, lover. Hello. Welcome to Forbidden Cinema. I'm Jenny. I'm Zach. And we watched Bram Stoker's Dracula. From 1992. So 90s. Junior high stuff, people. Yes, yes, yes. It it felt very junior high. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> So, if you're just joining us, if it's Halloween season, you just thought, ooh, it's two idiots talking about Dracula. We are a married couple. We have known each other since junior high. We came from church youth group together. Almost 1992. Not quite. Not but... quite. Not quite. But uh, we have very strict families. and We were not allowed to watch anything like this. <laughs> so, now we do, and we talk about it, and we, uh, we share our experiences. Yeah, we... Yeah, was it worth the hype? You know, kind of talk all the crazy stuff. And then in between episodes, Zach does a really crazy deep dive and gives you all the information about anything remotely tangentially related. A lot of uh, print of the time. So if you are not familiar with Playboys and how cinema is involved, you know now. (laughs) Tune in. Tune in. If you need someone to deep dive a Playboy magazine from 1992, I'm your man. I will. That's my husband. All right, so first impressions. First impress. Well, I mean, your history with it. My, my first impression is, oh my goodness, I need this to go on tour right now. I need this to be on stage. I need <laughs> a stage I version need of this. Sadie's part. I need Lucy to be a drag queen. One hundred percent. Oh, that of would the be time. interesting. I am just looking for. Shadow puppets and drag queens. There's and some really interesting things happening with avant-garde theater yes. and, and just the costumes. And there's like 17 different puppets to play the drag. I, there, I, this thing was a mess. It was a I mess, but you know what? It. Like I'm starting to like see. I think you know we've gone to see some really cool um, independent art at one of the. I don't know if you call it a theater as much as like a. I think it's an art collective. Sorry, we're bougie people. Yeah, we, we, a, just, a we just like pulled out some uh, caviar from our collection because it was about to expire. I mean, <laughs> anyway, um, but so Oz Arts. If you are in Nashville, check it out. If you're not in Nashville, check out their John Cameron Mitchell just played last weekend. Yeah, it's super cool. There, check out their schedule and you know see who's coming, and so you can see and find those people in other places because, um, and you will have to remind me because I'm terrible at remembering anybody anywhere. Um, who did the Frankenstein that we went to see. Manual Cinema. It's yes. a theater troupe out of Chicago that does all shadow puppets. And it's not just shadow puppets, like, 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 like little doggy no, stuff. No, it's amazing. It's basically overhead, like 17 overhead projectors. There's so many things <laughs> happening at one time that you're, you're seeing it all being produced. Sometimes it's shadow puppets. Sometimes it, it's like paper puppets that are, sometimes it is like actual puppetry. Sometimes it is live video go watch the trailer for the most recent Candyman. yes if you they created are, that like, trying to explain like, i like, understand what i'm trying to explain and then just go watch the backdrop of half of this movie yeah a lot of i think yeah a lot of this would be done really interesting i mean was all the opening with the impaler stuff was that all shadow puppets it might were those, have been. Was that actual people or was that just shadow puppets? I don't know. I'm, I'm really not sure. But or all it, the people it would, dancing and Dracula's. It would uh, it would have worked as a shadow. Yeah, it, all of that would have worked that way. I think it would have been more artistic in a right way. <laughs> I don't know. There was a lot of really interesting choices. I really felt like, even though looking back now, the timeline doesn't work. 
um, Francis Ford Coppola, he did a lot with, or he directed a lot with effects that I've not seen him do in any other movies, really. No, this was Wes Anderson-style This was Baz Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann? Okay, okay. This was, With a little bit of Sam Raimi in there. Yes. With all, like, the like, shots. Well, then the quick, quick, fast. Like, think about Romeo and Juliet. All the, like, speed up, speed up, then pull back out. This was a lot of that. But this was before that. Yeah, exactly. Like, all of those people must have been watching this. It might not be before Evil Dead, the original, but... No, no, I don't think so. So he may be drawing from Sam Raimi, but then, yeah, everybody else was like, I see what he's doing. I think that I could do it. A l- <laughs> they could. They all did it better. <laughs> I will say there was a lot happening here. and There were so many people playing, and this must have been a blast. It must have been wild because everyone's character is just... I almost just- came out here with like... Well, darling, how you how y'all doing down oh here, darling? <laughs> the characters are so like well. The accent working this. I will say, oh gosh, baby Keanu Reeves and <laughs> <laughs> his baby British accent. It's so bad. Renato's <laughs> not great, but it's fine. But her, so okay, we're dealing with Dracula here. We we have Bram Stoker's Dracula, but we pull from. Every concept of Dracula that you've ever, ever thought of. We also pull from um, Romeo and Juliet. Uh, we pull from even... Oh, very Shakespearean. Very Shakespearean. We also, even though this is after, we have a whole like Honor, Arnold Vosloo uh, mummy vibe situation that's going on too, where we have an, a love of the original... Vlad the Impaler. Oh, I've never even like this is one hundred percent the mummy. Yeah, like the mummy, the mummy completely ripped this off. They did. This is it's Vlad the Impaler and his love, and it ends tragically. And then she is quote unquote reincarnated as Winona Ryder. Um, Winona Ryder plays both characters, obviously, who was destined to is Mina Harker, who is destined to marry John Harker or Mina something else who's the becomes Mina Harker um, that is going to marry Keanu Reeves. So tell me about where, where does this movie sit for you before today? Before today, like I knew it existed. I mean, Dracula, like my dad is a huge, huge, like universal monsters um, fan. So seeing all of those, like an original, you know, horror movies or, you know, the original horror. And so Dracula has never been scary to me really. Um, this looked gross. Like, I feel like in seeing the previews, so this was 92. 92, yeah. So I feel like Entertainment Tonight and just the the Tonight Show or whatever I was watching to see. And, you know, like, you see the weird, grotesque butthead haircut. I called you it see- Space Buns meets Avatar Braid. Okay, okay. <laughs> and then just like the new kids on the block, uh, Dracula, when he gets to London. <laughs> and... New kids. I mean, he's got some real U2 glasses, but... Um, Am I wrong? I mean, I, I think that was actually in the Tennessean when they were, like, showing, like, the various incarnations of Dracula over the years. And I think... I really feel like that was the subtitle and that one was New Kid on the Block. Interesting. I really... That incarnation of Gary Oldman, which I have the numbers of... I have Gary Oldman number one, number two, like, as we go There's through like looks. There's, like, 16 different makeup. I think this won an Oscar for makeup and Oh, effects. it's it's fantastic. It's grotesque. I really feel sorry for Winona Ryder at the end of this movie. I just um, want to see one Dracula movie where he... In the, we've, we've listened to the book. You know, right. He's described as an, like an old man with a long gray mustache, and I've never seen that. 
No, he does not have that. He is really weird and gross um, at the beginning. He's an old man, but in a really like Billy Crystal, uh, <laughs> uh, Miracle Max kind of way. Oh my goodness! So, what is your what's your initial read from this? Like, what what did what did you come away with? I think we have so much and then not enough. That's what I come away with. Having listened to it, so we listened to to this as an audio book read by um, Tim Curry and Alan Cumming. Alan Cumming, yes, um, on a road trip. And there's a lot. There's a lot, obviously, that's missing because they can't do all of it. So I feel like the stakes escalate so quickly and we don't have all the backstory to like really get where we get <laughs> and so it's like ah, it, it, we, we don't get to know anyone until they're all on board and all in the mix of this crazy nonsense i don't even know if in the book though i feel like that i wrote that down later that i need a crazy southern cowboy and an eccentric asylum doctor who knows a weird dutch physician who's kind of <laughs> like where's where's that crew in my life i mean this crew comes together and they come together hard and i want to know a little bit more about them and i feel like we get a, maybe a little bit of that in the actual book but probably not even enough like why are they friends why do they know each other why are they so like because here like here we roll roll back let's let's like i want to see the stand by me of the three or four of them. As kids. They yes. grew up together. There's no reason th- these men are bound this way other than, like, beyond their love for the same woman. Like, they they killed a prostitute when they were 12 or something. Like something, something crazy There's happened something. that has bonded them together forever because they do not have anything in common. <laughs> um, so They're all suitors of Miss, uh, Miss Lucy. Of but... Lucy, yes. But there's no reason for them to have that camaraderie. Right. Like, because even though she is playing all of them and finally decides on one of them, um, there's no reason that they would all have loyalty. They seem to have just as much loyalty to each other as they do to like their love for her. Oh, 100%, even more so, I mean. Yeah, I think so too. So do you want to actually, actually go through the plot or do you just want to talk about this movie? <laughs> well, I kind of want to set it up like what our, what our order of events. So, because it's wild, because this is not how I thought Dracula came to be. Um, so we start Wait, we've off. We've got like a cold open. We do have a cold open. Bond, whatever. <laughs> um, so, Vl- do they call him Vlad the Impaler? I, 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 he's, I said, he's, are we doing the Vlad the Impaler thing? We are doing the note. Vlad the Impaler thing. Yes, we are. So, he's going out to fight. Fight the Turks or the right. Ottomans. Right. So, he's or fighting as a Christian nation. Con- uh, Constantinople has fallen. We're in the 1400s. Um, I don't feel like Bram Stoker's Dracula goes back that far in terms of creating an origin story. I think we start with Jonathan story. Parker going I think so. To, yeah. So we don't really get all of this 400 years before. He's he's you know betrothed to Elizabeth, who is played by Winona Ryder. The next thing I wrote is, is that Winona Ryder? And I was like, is that what they're doing? And I was like, because <laughs> I asked you that. I was like, is that Winona Ryder? And you're like, oh, wait. Like, we're back. I was like, ah, okay. This is what so we're like, They're do. doing the Vlad the Impaler thing. They're doing that's Winona Ryder. So, like, when Winona Ryder shows up later, it's yes, going to be his reincarnated exactly, love. Like, exactly. That's, that's the story well, we're going Well, and also, with. the priest is Anthony Hopkins. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The, so, who also plays Van Helsing later on. I said he kind of looks like Gwildor from uh, <laughs> Masters of the Universe. He kind but. of does. He looks weird. He's like that versus like also um, 
Odin? Does he play Odin, right? I think so, yeah. yes. <laughs> um, so he goes out and he pales all the people. It's all in shadow play with the exception of Gary Oldman being Gary Oldman. Everything a, is red. There's The use yes. of red in this film is better than a David Lynch movie. I mean, yes, it is. It is. It, it is. is black and white and gray and then red in Romania. Then we get back to London and things are different. But. Right. But Red still plays a part, very much so. So we've got, yeah, he's impaled everyone. He's victorious. He, then he has a premonition about Elizabeth. He's rushed back. And the Turks have under, you know, have double, not, that's not the word I want, but subterfuge. He's killed everyone. But the few that are left have sent his love uh, a letter that he's been killed. So she throws herself off the battlements Is into the river. Is this into the river, I think? That's what they say. Yeah, she looks like she like splattered on rocks. I mean, it doesn't look like river. It doesn't look like river. Um, but so he comes and she's dead. He so, has this big Darth Vader. No. Yes. And he then has two no moments. He has the a couple. Scene. And he decides, he's like, this is what I, you know, basically what I'm rewarded for, for, for going out and crusading and killing everyone in the name of Christ. So I, I denounce it all and I'm going to stab this cross and blood is going to pour out of his cross. I'm going to drink that blood and become the undead. And I said that, are people going to go to 11 like this in this movie for the rest of the movie? Oh, yes. And yes, they do. <laughs> They're teetering on 12. <laughs> Teetering on a 12. Oh, I've never seen a 12. <laughs> I think we were close. <laughs> maybe Zoro the Gay Blade, but. Oh, maybe. Ron Levin doing some work. <laughs> so I don't even know where I am on my notes. Um, I said, is this before Interview with a Vampire? And I looked it up. Yeah. It is. It's two years before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then we fast forward. We're in the 1800s. Before that, like, my parents would have noped this. Oh, so hard. Uh, a man cursing God, stabbing crosses, blood pouring out of statues. Like <laughs> this is this movie gets turned. If I had somehow talked them into like an R-rated movie, Dracula. I mean, we we loved Universal Monsters too. Not like your family did, but you know, I talked about my my books of the Universal right. Monsters. I would every Sunday afternoon on the American Movie Channel or Movie Classics or whatever. Yeah, there would, at two o'clock there would be some old white guy in a library introducing one of the classic horror movies. Yeah, I'm not sure if my parents watch this movie. I, I really don't know. It feels like something that my dad would want to. But I feel like my mom would nope out of this quickly. There's a lot of things in this that she would not go for. Oh, there is so much nope. What do you have a favorite Dracula slash vampire film? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> probably my favorite uh, is Abbott Costello, <laughs> 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 Me Frankenstein, <laughs> which also has the Wolfman and <laughs> Bella Lugosi as Dracula. I love it so much. Um. Other than that, I'm not really sure that I do. Mm. Um, I mean, the original Draculas, they're fine. They kind of, all of those movies like really just kind of play on the idea that you're going to be so enamored by the visual, the the effects of it, the the makeup of it, and everything that they don't really have much of a story. Right. I'd um, probably say maybe the, the Klaus Kinski Nosferatu remake is probably my favorite. With Willem Dafoe. The, the remake with Willem Dafoe? Willem or? Dafoe plays Max Shrek yes. in uh, Rick, oh. or Shadow of the Vampire, or, the Vampire. or something. Yes. No, yes, there's yes, actually yes. a Nosferatu. It's oh, uh, really? German, maybe? It's um, Klaus Kinski plays the Nosferatu. 
uh, I, I want to say Werner Herzog, but I, I, I think I'm wrong on that. <laughs> I've got a of my shitty college posters. I've got the poster for that in a tube in the garage, along with my like Crow posters and H.R. Geiger posters. And... Um, George Hamilton also has a vampire movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think it has that like I like the nightlife. I like the boogie. I mean, the fearless vampire killers wouldn't be zero on the list. The Fearless Fan. I'm not sure I'm familiar with that. It's a more humorous take. Right. I, I think that I just don't think that I take any vampire seriously. Um, I don't think I've... I mean, Fright Night was great. Oh, yeah. We had a blast with that one. That was a lot of fun. That was a really good one. Um, I mean, Queen of the Damned is... Oh, that it, was... It, it that levels was, this in camp i mean we've talked about that when in talking about interview with the vampire like that was an absolute no with my mom and i'm like mom you know i've read this book already right like, oh no 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 polanski stars and directed the fearless vampire killers oh i'm so sorry uh, strike it from the record strike it from the <laughs> monuments <laughs> i'm sorry i'm so sorry oh, i really liked that when as a teenager it felt like i was smarter than my friends like 1967 or so it's european it's kind of sexy kind of funny kind of subversive and it's directed by the devil so go eat bad cheese and die all right <laughs> it's off off the list off the list all right so yeah so then then we are in the 1800s like 1850 something um, London. We've got Keanu Reeves. Hey, welcome back to the podcast, Keanu Reeves. With is his... this two for him? This is this in speed, or do we have another? Uh, is he a three P yet? Um, I think just that. I think just this one. We'll get to Point Break eventually. eventually. He'll, he'll make it to to three P. Of status. course, of course. Um, hey, welcome back, Keanu, and his accent. <laughs> oh, <I just laughs> They're have... accenting so hard in this film. Yes, he is. Which, I mean. He wants to say whoa so hard. And his in this. accent never goes away. It stays the whole time. It's maybe not the whole sentence has an accent, but definitely the last word in every sentence has a bit like Anthony Hopkins is gone. He's just speaking British by the end of it. He is not even no. trying to be Van Helsing. He's all over the place. But because it's so consistent, it has absolutely no inflection. <laughs> it is. He's like, I'm going to keep his accent. I'm going to keep his accent. He cannot. His voice doesn't oscillate hardly at all. It's Keanu it, is beautiful, and he's a good actor. I I stand by him being oh, a good. Oh yeah, actor. I think he's too. But he's woefully miscast in this role. Yeah, this is not. This was not for him. This was not for him. Uh, we have Carrie Always in this movie. Carrie Always would have done a lot. I think good the kids would have been a better role for Carrie. Keanu Always. Reeves would have been good in the Rocketeer role. That would have been. I actually, I, I like the Rocketeer Billy Campbell better, did fantastic yes. in that role. He was great. <laughs> Um, I think, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think 1992 British actors. We They were just really playing on. Just, Johnny Lee Miller could have done ooh, some work in this. That would have been interesting. Maybe in the Carrie Elways role and put Carrie Elways more front and center. Maybe, maybe. I mean, Carrie Elways plays an aristocrat like nobody else. I mean, I don't know what Jude Law was doing in 1992. He was in a production company with, with he was married to Sadie Frost. Yes. At the time. You said that. Well, actually, out. no, not at this time. They got married in 1997. Um, so a little later on, he was creating a production company with Lucy, who's Sadie Frost, Johnny Lee Miller, and Ewan McGregor. That I've, is like the 90s British dream team. I've previously discussed, you know, the list of like the five that, you know, kind of like it's healthy for married couples to explore your fantasies and just to talk about goofy things like that. And 
and just talk about fantasies and desires and physical whatnot. And it's perfectly healthy and safe. I think you so eloquently described it as the fuck list. <laughs> I mean, we don't, it's a, like, you don't want to, we're not talking about like, an emotional connection. <laughs> if three or if four of the, uh, of yours were out of that production company. Three. <laughs> I would say three pretty Pretty solidly. <laughs> I've, if it was all four, I'd, I'd understand. I don't. I haven't seen Sadie Miller and or Sadie Frost in enough things, but definitely the other, like definitely Johnny Lee Miller. Definitely, she even she even produced because she produced a bunch of stuff like something with Angelina Jolie. So like they're in the mix somewhere. I don't know, but and I wrote that like and if the four guys like the Quincy Jonathan like at least two of them would probably be on your five, maybe three. Carrie always for sure. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like Billy Campbell could sneak in. He could. He's pretty dreamy. Keanu might. I had. I had a Keanu Reeves. I did not have many. Like it wasn't even a poster. It was like a tear out from like a teen bopper <laughs> something in in the flannel shirt that is the speed whatever that was on my wall. I didn't have not. I did not have many things on my wall. That was on my wall. Sorry, we're all over the place, people. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Yes, yes. Talking about teen romances. Um, All right. So, so we meet Renfield. Ha- we meet Renfield. So, Har- so Keanu Reeves, baby Keanu Reeves as Jonathan Harker is taking over for Renfield. Yes. Renfield has been an agent of this law firm that's been sent already. He's come back. He's a little, little funny. And the best we, portrayal of Renfield ever, maybe? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, by Tom Waits. Tom Waits of all people. Yeah. We were trying to like, is that a young whoever or is that a whatever or like a heavily makeup somebody? Like, no, it's Tom Waits. Huh. Who'd have thought? He did great. He was really, really great. Um, but yeah, like he's more than a little hoo hoo as <laughs> but it's like, yeah, go ahead. You go see him and finalize these documents. Everything will be great. Ha ha. I really kind of think that the the senior partner in this. He might be working for Dracula. He, he, might, he might be a he closet might vampire. Be. He might be. Actually, that's an, that would be an interesting thing to explore a little bit. He's more. an emotional vampire. <laughs> Kenneruse is not like passed out on the floor asleep <laughs> after this. But. So we're on to Transylvania. We The letters begin because the, the actual story of Bram Stoker's Dracula is pretty much told from letters from Jonathan Harker to Mina um, and then Mina's diaries. And that's really it. There's some letters from Lucy, I think, and maybe some letters from Van Helsing. Yeah, they're just letters. Like, we don't have a lot of... We discovered that was called an epistolic novel. Yeah, so it's a lot of look back on what's already happened. And so, yeah, it's not a lot of he said, she said, like, us people interacting in that particular moment. It's an interesting concept for a novel. I don't, I, I didn't even know it was a thing before reading, but it's, it's, it comes up in other places in literature, but it, it's the first time I'd ever even heard of it. But yeah, so he's on his way to Transylvania. Um, Mina is writing some letters. She's got a typewriter. I was like, hmm, that's interesting. I must be brand new and fangled at the time. I love it because... They're in London, and they're just everything's opulent. Whatever, and there's like the peacock feather, yeah, and it dissolves straight into the train. There are so many circle wipes in this movie. There like, are a lot. <laughs> yes, I mean George Lucas famously used circle wipes and star wipes and, and side <laughs> wipes, just like all over Star Wars. And I think that I think Coppola was in kind of that same Spielberg Lucas. Weren't they like students at the same time? I think so. Time? Yeah, I think so. So they definitely were like, ooh, 
Ooh, special effects, Hyper Studios. <laughs> so we, you know, he's kind of talking about he's going to, you know, Dracula, he's got a letter from Dracula, you know, the train is going to end here, take a carriage to here, and my my carriage will be there to pick you up. Um, we see him in the carriage. We've got a, a random lady gives him a cross. He's like, nobody's here yet. She's like, you know, something about the... Like the, the dead move fast something or something. like that. She hands him a cross, and then he's there. And what I remember from the, from the book, it was like later he's thinking that Dracula is the driver. Mm-hmm. too because he's like be able to like control the wolves and moving at this like incredible speed and so that is maybe we don't see we see it's more of like a it's almost like a um plague doctor mask mm-hmm. in a way it's not exactly but it's it we, we don't see the driver but really. everything as they're moving by is so surreal like everything mm-hmm. in the windows of the train everything that we have like above shots of the carriage going like right at the edge of cliffs and everything is so surreal in transylvania and it, well and let's be fair this movie is very dark yes so there are some things i think that are even lost in how dark this movie is but yeah they were moving quick we got wolves and we got like a weird blue hazy field force that we're driving through and coming up into a ga- castle with lots of spikes and closing this and that <laughs> so like yeah i mean so i guess this is the same castle we just we're living in a different wing now because I think so because I think we end don't we end in the we do. Uh, in the same like we, throne room or whatever we do yeah or the chapel has anything been more ruined than an invitation from Count Dracula what do you mean like if you get an invitation from Count Dracula to come and stay at your at his cottage or whatever sure you nope out of it and but like that's it's such a weird thing to think of that in you know eighteen whatever when Bram Stoker wrote this that nobody would have thought like. Oh, Count Dracula! Like this guy's a vampire, yeah. <laughs> or like at very least, doesn't sound like a good good thing to do. Just, no, I like, just go to Romania for some lord for a business deal. No, like you can still go in the water after Jaws. No, you're still washing your ass, but you can still go in the water. Like we put our toes in the last time we went to Miami. We we touched the water, but just I don't know if there's any horror. Like you can still fall asleep after watching Nightmare on Elm Street. You still. I mean, I don't have any dolls, but you know what I mean. I've I've action figures. Sorry, <laughs> after Chucky, but like, no, I'm never going to account anybody's castle. That's that's probably true. I haven't really thought about it. It hasn't come up, but it would make me have pause. I would think about it. Like, should we do this? I mean, like, what if we go to like Duke something? Are there any vampires that are mm, that are other? I don't know. They all other seem, levels of they aristocracy all seem to be counts, but I don't know. Or is that just a prejudice because of Dracula? I don't know that, that, that we have to that's something for you to unravel for us. <laughs> there you go. So now we've got Gary Oldman number two in the Space Buns and um, Space Buns meet Amadeus meets um, or maybe Scalari, uh you know, with the Avatar brain. We were just talking about Immortal Beloved, like his Mm-hmm. Beethoven. I feel like Immortal Beloved would be a better title for this than, Might be. than Bram Stoker's Dracula. Because I mean, it does follow Bram Stoker's story more than any other adaptation. Anything I've ever seen. Yeah. But it sure is 
crap throws in it goes, a bunch of it goes off the rails. It goes wild. But one thing too, so immediately he's there. Welcome. We got this crazy shadow play going on as we talked about. It. It's yeah. really interesting. His shadow, his shadow's moving, doing things he's not doing. It's doing completely independent. Um, it's yeah, it's really cool, and we have a lot of like strange. I don't want to use the word forced perspective because that's not right, but like he's closer to you than you think, and then he's not. Oh, like, the shot where Jonathan's shaving and yes. he like, taps him on the shoulder, and then, and then he's like at the at the at, door. Like, that's far- such a jarring. That that is. I mean, hat is off to. I'm not wearing a hat, but you know, the, the <laughs> there's so many hats in this movie. But it's so Dracula's cape game in this. I mean, his yes. cape is like 17 feet long. It is. It was a train for days. Um, and it's the only thing that's clean in the entire room, too, is him. Oh, that's true. Or his clothes, because he's disgusting and dirty and ugly and mm-hmm. falling apart. But his clothes are fresh and beautiful and whatever. But his entire castle is crumbling around him. I think that... For this to be, you know, a Dracula movie, which is supposed to be a horror movie in some capacity, I'm not really sure what Francis Ford Coppola thinks about this as a genre. Um, I think we should have spent more time at the castle because the the book spends a lot more time at the castle. At the castle. It, the, yeah. If there was one thing I was going to say about the book is too much happens too late. Like it really is half castle, half Lucy, and then like seven pages of hunting Dracula. Yes, and that's a little bit more even here, but even then, like, we don't really get the stakes. Like, we, we have, like, a, a growing sense of dread, but we don't even really get the growing sense of dread, and then all of a sudden, like, Jonathan Harker, Keanu Reeves is, like, realizing I'm writing letters like a hostage that I'm, like, telling people I'm fine a day, like, the day I get here. right. The day I get here, he signs all his stuff and is like, I really think you should stay for another month or for a month. I really just won't accept any other answer. And he's like, um, I'm I, he's like, he's like, I'm a danger girl. Like, <laughs> and it, we were 30 minutes into this podcast and we were at Jonathan Harker arriving at Dracula's <laughs> castle. We'll get there. We'll, 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 get, we'll get through this. We have Dracula saying what that uh, his relationship with the church was not entirely successful. <laughs> Yes, and then Jonathan Hunger laughs, and he, like, pulls out a sword and <laughs> right at his face, and he's like, I'm sorry, I did not mean to offend you. Well, now we have people playing with swords. Have you ever been to a party where someone's playing with a sword? The only thing I could assume would have been at your apartment. Yeah, my bachelor not- part, bad. we did have a sword. I, we never really pulled it out much, but we did have a sword. It was I, like a Highlander sword. Yeah, I think that... You guys are the only people I knew had a sword. Okay, see, I went to lots of people's houses. I that had sword. know you did. <laughs> You're my toe dip into the sword culture. <laughs> it wasn't my sword; it was my roommate's sword. I mean, like he had the guy that did the props for the Highlander show actually make the sword custom for him, and spent many, many, many zeros more than you could get one at Spencer's, but. Yeah, you're not. We're making, not not Spencer's. What was like the Oriental Trading Company? Like, that's yeah. not, we don't say those words anymore. No, no, exactly. But you're not making his argument very well. You're not <laughs> selling it to me. No, I know all of those things. It's still lame. <laughs> you hear me? I'm talking to you. If you're uh, listening, oh, yes, lame. Yes, yes. Anywho, um, so it gets it gets weird fast, and he's like, I really think that you should stay in your room. Like, I'm. 
going to do a Bela Lugosi because I don't, I don't even, I guess it's Romanian. I don't know. But no one else, uh, Winona Ryder does not attempt a Romanian accent when she's playing the Romanian side of this. No, she's attempting a British accent. That's all she's going to attempt. Does anybody, like Billy Campbell can't even do an American accent. I mean. (laughs) Well, they're playing, he's a Texan. He's not a Texan. (laughs) That's not an American. I'm a Texan. Okay, sorry. That's true. They actually, they feel that way. You're American. They do feel that way. Texans feel like they are separatists still. Okay. Okay. Um, Everything is over the top and in the best possible way. It really is. I mean, I think that the effects that are happening here are the most interesting effects that are happening in the movie. And I really would like to play with that more because yeah like his shadow is touching like he like sees the the photo of mina and mm-hmm. he like realizes and you know he's talking about oh we're gonna be married and the, sh- the shadow is choking yes Jonathan. i love that and then it, it's it's you know so he kind of realizes like oh well, because his shadow knocks over the inkwell doesn't it i think so yeah, yeah like his hand doesn't actually touch the inkwell yeah it, there's so many things that are happening. And so it's like in this moment, I mean, obviously Renfield's fate has already been sealed, but mm-hmm. in a different way. I think that it's Mina that seals his fate in this way. Do we ever way. find out in the book what happens to Renfield after they kill Dracula? Does he just like go on about his business and No, I think normal? we do. I think he dies. Does he die? I think he does. Okay. I think he, yeah, I think something happens that makes it look like he killed himself, but didn't. Okay. In the same way that it does with this one. Gotcha, gotcha. We don't really have a like an, like a, discover Renfield moment in the movie but we're back in London with the most Wes Anderson shot I've ever seen of Mina sitting there with a typewriter and like like all this a quirky girl with a typewriter in a symmetrical room and then her silly girlfriend comes in and they're both laughing at like old porn right well she's looking at yeah she's looking at Arabian Nights and she's like oh disgusting and then uh it falls and I was like is Arabian Nights the Karma Sutra like I don't think originally it is is it really uh, the Canterbury Tales, Arabian Nights, I think they're very body. Okay, okay. But yeah, so she's like, oh, Jonathan doesn't want me to really uh, spend time with Lucy because she doesn't think that I should live in this lifestyle because he can't, you know, afford the lifestyle that, that she's showing. But she's my best friend for forever. And then we meet. Did you write down the unspeakable acts of something that Lucy no. says? Okay, she no. says unspeakable acts of something. It's like, like something about carnal pleasure or whatever, like back. But uh, there were just so many big words for doing it. <laughs> well, they're, yes, they're like giggling about it. And, you know, ooh, Lucy seems like, you know, yes, I do this all the time in my dreams. And, and like turning this thing sideways. Uh, like, oh, that's what's happening. <laughs> right. It's like, is that even possible? She's like, yes, it's possible. <laughs> um, so Lucy's all about it or at least all about the idea of it. And Mean is a little bit more, you know, conservative. So then we're at a party, and we're meeting all of Lucy's suitors. First, we meet... The doctor. I don't remember his name. Well, no, we meet Quincy first. We meet Quincy first? We meet Quincy okay, first. Okay, I said, the, welcome the rocketeer to the podcast. And the, Oh, boy, he's got an accent. He's bringing it hard. He's so we've going got for Quint, it. It's like Quincy, Texan, Jack, doctor, Arthur, Kelly Ellis. <laughs> so basically, yeah, we have the cowboy, the doctor, and the aristocrat is what we have. Um, and they're all in love with her. And she's like, she stopped, you know, she interrupts her conversation with each one of them to like, oh, Quincy, kiss me. Oh, Jack and Arthur. Like, you know, and, and so we've got the kind of the hierarchy in a way. Um, then we are back. We are with Jack, who's a doctor in the creepiest Ugh. 
insane asylum. Because everything criminal, in London is so beautiful. And hospital, then we get to that. that the sanitarium. It seems like medieval. Like all the guys in their cage heads, I guess, to keep their faces from getting bit. I guess. I don't know. It, it seems medieval. It really does. Um, and we've got Renfield. So he's treating Renfield. Jack is treating Renfield. Um, so he's talking to him. And there's this whole, you know, conversations about like, the blood is the life and you know he, he let he kind of loses his tongue and he's talking about the, the master and who's the master he's like you know oh we need to trap flies so that i can catch spiders and catch spiders to catch you know a bird or whatever he's like oh you know if i could have a cat if i could have a cat and i'm like no this guy should not have a cat <laughs> no cat no 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 but i shall have to invent a new classification of lunatic for you good line it is a good line but like this is not a good place no. for nobody. No, 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 no. It seems really dirty and real gross, and Jack seems a mess in it, and we do see later on him shooting himself off with morphine, so yes. he's not in a good place. No. Even knowing how the story's going to end, the shaving scene had me on the edge of my seat. So yes. we're, we're back in Transylvania. Yes. We're back at Dracula's castle. Is it Transylvania or is it Romania? It's Transylvania, Is yeah. it Transylvania? Yeah, the, it is. Am I just, am I just confabulating? No. It, they, I think they talk about him being Romanian, but it is in Transylvania. Talk about it's like right kind of in the area around three plates. Okay, okay. So we're back. Jonathan is shaving. Yes. And that's – we already talked about how the kind of the tap on the shoulder and then he's – Dracula's back at the doorway. Yes. But he like nicks himself. And that scene just, oh, I was that, on the I, edge of my seat. I feel like that scene is probably, and it's either in a preview or something where he like takes the the the, the razor, razor from him and licks it. Uh. It's so gross. It's so gross. I'm just like, no, no, no. I don't want anything to do with this. Um, and then he's shaving him. And it's like, this feels really dangerous. And the mirror is exploding because... Well, because you can't see a vampire in the exactly. mirror. Exactly. So obviously, you can't just let him keep not looking. Not see it, right? And he says something about vanity. And he's like, yeah, like, you're going to stay here for a month. Did you write those letters? Give me those letters. And I really think you should just hang out in your room. The rest of the castles, it's old. It's, like, it's old. It's crap. It's, it's old. There's bad bad memories. So just, just hang out here. It's fine. Cool. Um... He talks about uh, the bloody wolves chasing him through the blue inferno. Good line. Mm -hmm. Very good line. He says inferno real, real weird. <laughs> but Inferno. <laughs> um, but then, yes, Dracula is talking about the, the wolves being his children of the night. And, you know, oh, they're not. And then, then all of a sudden, then Dracula is climbing down the wall. The, the children of the night. What sweet music they make. You must not have listened to as many goth albums in the 90s and early 2000s as I did because two-thirds of them include that sample at some point. <laughs> I have seen more than one goth band and, like, that was the t-shirt they were selling. <laughs> that was the slogan or that was the name of their album. I could see that. Um, but one thing, I like, so then we've got Dracula in all his, like, regalia of his robes climbing down headfirst down the castle walls which they do that is in the book yes yes we have cool, nights cool and shot we have a nights and nights of it though like in the book like he's he's uh keanu jonathan harker is like feeling like i'm going insane like this is happening right like he's coming in he's talking to me i'm eating he's not eating he, i i feel like i see him at night he's like 
hiding things from me, but then not. He's kind of letting me know that he's something's happening and it crawls down the walls. And so, it, yeah, it's happening night after night after night. And Kano's completely disregards his, like, you should just hang out in your room and goes out and starts exploring. Grabs this totally glowing candle. That yeah. candle has some LEDs in it or something. Yeah, yeah it is not your bog standard candle. Um, it is a lightsaber candle. <laughs> and starts kind of roaming around and he's hearing his name. I think he thinks he hears Mina calling him, right? Mm, I think so. I think so. He's walking down the stairs and then there's this beam and the rats are running upside down on this like on that beam as he's it's like an mc escher painting or maybe even like nosferatu or the cabinet of dr caligari like that german expressionism Mm -hmm. yeah everything in transylvania is just a little off and i love it very so yes he hears that's what i have my notes he hears mina calling him he's following there's like this big giant bed i guess um and then he lays into it and all of a sudden there are now like women popping up out of it um, and they are vampire women and they're like kind of seducing him coming up between his legs. I think there's one that is like two women that are connected at the waist. I don't know. There's Dracula's some... brides. And yes. welcome to the podcast, Ms. Monica Bellucci. Yes. Yes. We were just, I was trying to explain to you who Vincent Castle was the I other day. I knew who day. Vincent Castle was. I just couldn't remember his name. Well, well, I was trying to explain to you his name <laughs> because I was trying to explain who he was in something. And I think you said they were married for a while. Yeah, they were. And that was what? Four days ago, and I was like, if they ever end up at the podcast, we might have to talk about that. There we go. <laughs> what do you know? What do you know? We'll probably go into some of the Gaspar No films and going deeper and the kind of the new French modernist movement. But uh, I don't know. She might be on my list, but I, I, mean, I, got, a, I got a thing for stacked brunettes. I mean, it's fair. It's fair. I got a type. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder um, where that came from. <laughs> I think they came from Counselor Troy. <laughs> She's on the list. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like we've got ladies popping up everywhere. They're like, yeah, like it, it's a weird look. They're like coming up through the covers, like up out of the depths of the bed. And Keanu gets outacted by Dan Aykroyd. As getting like, sex ghosted. <laughs> well, he's not sex ghosted. He's like fang blowjobbed. <laughs> that seems worse. <laughs> um, regardless, though, very quickly, it it's sexy time. We got boobs out. Everybody's topless. But then everybody's like draining him. I am so glad that I did not convince my parents to let me watch this movie. <laughs> This is just, there's so many places it would have noped out. Here's another one. Well, then Dracula comes in and he's like, no, he's mine. And they're like, no, but we got to do something. You don't love us. There's this whole little conversation that doesn't really make a lot of sense. Well, Dracula shows up like it's a Vegas show. He's like, what? Uh-uh. <laughs> like, I'm surprised he didn't get like a dun 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 little chingling a ling. Um, but yeah, like, and they're like, oh, man. He's like, oh, it's fine. Here, I brought you this baby. And then Kyoto's like, nah, losing his mind. <laughs> the next thing is the voyage of the Demeter. Yeah. I was like, we've got letter. We were hearing um, Kiana's, uh voiceover, reading his letter, talking about his gypsies that are loyal to him, that have, you know, are filling boxes with earth and getting him ready. And then he's gone. And he's like left, left Kiana there for the ladies. 
And then we have Gary Oldman number three. Um, whatever he is when he's on the boat, which we see in flashes, as we have the voiceover is Anthony Hopkins. Because he pops up as kind of narrator a little mm. bit. Um, and talking about that, he like, like he's the captain, but we don't see him playing a captain. And there's a movie coming out that is just about this. Last Voyage of the Demeter, I yes. think. Yes. It might already be out. It probably is. It's it's going to be, by the time you guys hear this, I, it's when you guys, when we're recording this is on the 29th. We're probably going to drop it on Halloween. So, and not to be completely downer, but we were actually watching the one with the handcuffs last night when we got the news about uh, Matthew Perry. And yeah. So, a dear, 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 dear loved actor in in our house and so bummer on that so we're still dealing with that reeling with that yeah what what a thing to be watching the one with is it is it called the one with the handcuffs maybe it's possible but i think everybody knows what what we're talking about when they say that one there's not many better things to celebrate his life and career than (laughs) that and we were just happened to have it on and i was scrolling and i said oh no and you're like what i was like came running like thinking something bad had happened to one of us and I was like, I feel like this is very early. Like, it's it's people saying that he's died, and then it started to you know pour through with other credible sources too. But you know, there's so many of those like things of you know, look at this crazy thing that someone is like, this isn't true. But oh yeah, I totally didn't believe that Paul Walker had died when he had. I just totally thought that was a that was a hoax. But sad for Matthew Perry. He lived a. He was brilliant, but lived a very troubled life. You live the kind of life where you die at 54 under tragic you live circumstances. The kind of life where he would have died at 27, almost. Right. He he almost seems like a 27 club kind of guy. A whiskey but... community that I'm a part of said we should all raise our glasses to him, and I thought, actually, no, we shouldn't. Uh, no, that's let's not. We should, <laughs> we, we, should, we should hold off tonight for him. Um. So we have this whole journey across across the ocean where he's killing off everyone on the boat i think i'm pretty sure the boat kind of arrives with no one on it is i've never been so seasick watching a movie before it, it moves is the, and then all the like the zooming and the rapid it going on so like, chasing fast. after lucy because and... at the same time yeah lucy's having her dreams and he hasn't even landed yet he's really getting ahead of himself he's not even technically in london and he's been haunting lucy's dreams and we kind of maybe think that maybe he's been haunting her dreams early because she talks about having these this wild sex in her dreams. There's all sorts of girls he could eat and not had so much trouble brought to his doorstep. This is true. I mean, he ate a pretty white girl with like three boyfriends. One's a doctor. One is a big game hunter, and one is. Got the money a, a to cable. bring the vampire hunters and, but, to the door. The doctor is like his old professor was like the most world famous vampire hunter of all time. He could have <laughs> just gone down to the docks and like eaten, you know, Eliza Doolittle's all day and <laughs> flower sellers or whatever, and you'd be fine. I'm sorry. What is it in 40 year versions? Like, <laughs> you gotta get some hood rats. Knocking out, out hood rats. It's <laughs> not appropriate. <laughs> but that's what we're saying, y'all. <laughs> He really did bring this on himself. He is he is he is he has not studied the sixties, seventies, eighties serial killer handbook of like prey. How to not bring attention into yourself. Um but yeah, so all this is crazy happening. Like he's on the boat, people on the boat are dying. Lucy's having nightmares. He's like, you know, all all this like 
I don't think there's a ton of heartbeats, but it feels like there's a ton of heartbeats in this movie. Like we just have faster movie and this and that. And then it feels like we're literally like the same night. It's, it's just been dark the whole time. We've got Lucy. In uh, her bright red dress. Bright red dress. Transylvania has come to London. Yes. And we, um, Mina is here. Uh, coming up and she's seeing her out of her bed and seeing her out of the window. And we've already seen them because the rain has started. This was before when they go out in the ship, the rain, the bad weather has started. The rain has started. Like Mina has started to kind of hear things and see things like a little bit that he started to communicate with her somehow. And he's like seen them in his mind's eye, like racing and running, you know, as girls in the rain that he's causing in this like uh, hedge maze. And then we're back in the hedge maze at night and Mina is chasing after Lucy, trying to find her. She finds her in the middle. Being fucked by this werewolf? I mean, that's what I said. We get to see uh, Dracula's werewolf O-face. I was like, girl number four. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a werewolf. Kind of a... Kind of a bat. Kind of a wolf. Kind of a ape. It's it's a weird look. We have a really... like It's very strange. Boys becoming men, men becoming wolves, werewolf bar mitzvah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and and he's like, you don't see me. Like, he John, John Cena the shit out of that moment. <laughs> and then A little he, bit of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Right. Hello, Ewan McGregor. And so then she's gone. He's gone. And Lucy's still, like, reeling or whatever. And so she comes to him and he's like hiding slash there. I don't know. But um, she comes and helps her back up. She's like, you know, in my dream. Blah, blah, blah. But she's been bitten. And this is kind of the beginning of all of that. Because I don't feel like she's been bitten before. I think this is maybe the beginning. Right. Yeah. Um, I think before she's been sex magic. Now it's actual yeah. like blood stuff. Yeah. 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 Once again, glad I didn't <laughs> talk my parents into <laughs> renting this thing. This was just, if this had come out two years later, I would have been... Very interested. It was just like, oh, that's scary and demonic and evil and the grossest, most viscerally reaction person I've ever known in my life. A kid at like the eighth grade lunch table thought this was his favorite movie of all time and just someone I just found physically revolting. And I don't, I think I would question someone if this is their favorite movie of all time <laughs> well as i said is this was i don't know he ended up getting kicked out of school junior year never saw him again so anyhow yeah um as is a friend of a friend of a friend yeah yeah or a friend of a friend of someone who people thought we were friends but i didn't really like you know <laughs> got it so you've been there yes Mina's helping her back and she says, I can still taste his blood in my mouth. So it's like, okay, we know that we've got a situation here. Um, then then we go back to the sane asylum or whatever it's called. It's not appropriate anymore, but it, it is. It's basically a dungeon. Um, and we do see this is where we've got Jack as a doctor, kind of, he's narrating, talking about Renfield. Mm -hmm. He's the one who's is giving us up to date on Renfield. And he's kind of losing it too. Yeah, he is. He's like shooting up morphine as he's going through with a reusable glass syringe. That that's Ugh. like go ahead and do a little morphine, but like let's let's invent uh, disposable syringes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's clean up the fucking place first. 
I don't think that we're really worried like about like a lot of wash our, like, let's wash let's, our hands. Let's wash our hands. Let's mop the floor. Let's do a like lot maybe, of things. Maybe get some of the rats and bugs and stuff. There's a lot of stuff that, yeah. Okay. Maybe we're not quite to, to uh, disposable syringes. We're not quite yet. to like inventing new things. We're just talking about. <laughs> quite to sharps containers. I mean, we're, we're not even like throwing buckets of dirty water on the floor in here. <laughs> it's a mess. Um, so actually now we're, did I say Gary Ullman four? We were Gary Ullman three. Now we're Gary Ullman four. The new kid on the block the in London look. with like the old film. Like I always said, like we're in a super eight movie. Like it's, it's a weird, like, you know, quick, like we, we ex- I expect some sort of like, welcome to like some very, like very flashy, some spinning news reels coming up uh, of, of what's happening. But um, I guess, I've I've not read Interview with a Vampire in 25 years. I've seen the movie. But there's that my maybe favorite scene of the movie where he's talking about going to the to the films and mm-hmm. seeing the sunrise and he sees the sunrise from Nosferatu and from silent movies all the way through. I think the last one is Superman. Where Superman is flying and the sun kind of comes over the horizon. Oh, I'm not and, even talking about that. I'm talking is, about our intro into this sequence. No, 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 but but that's I feel like that – I don't know. I, I I feel like that imagery – I don't know if that was in the book or not, but if it was, that might be drawing on that. I don't think so. I don't I don't think – oh, in, in Interview with the Vampire, maybe, yeah. but definitely not in Bram Stoker's. Like, it's not – because we don't, we don't really meet – We that's the thing. We don't really meet Dracula as a character in London. Oh, no, we never see him in no. London. No, no. He's there, but we don't. But we, we were chasing him, but we never see him. No, we don't see him. Like, Mina in, never interacts with him and has not, weird dates at body movie houses. And, right. Like, it like, falls in love with him in a weird sort of way. Um, which makes me think, I was like, is she reincarnated? It, because she starts, like, knowing things about the past. And it's like. I don't be, I have a little few things to say if the book did have, like, a, oh, yeah, like, went out with uh, with this prince dracula or whatever we went and saw the great train robbery and then there was like kind of a sexy body nudie flick and the next reel and like huh that's not really what i was expecting from this chapter not not really but yeah so like he sees her and he says see me after he said don't see me before when he's like a weird monkey wolf creature and then she does and then she he comes to talk to her and she's like nah bitch and like no, I'm not interested. Sorry. Like, I'm not going to help you. Are all the backdrops in London for this part, are they all matte paintings? They might be. I think there are matte paintings everywhere. In the, if I'm seeing, if my if my eye's seeing what it's telling me I'm seeing. I think that they are because I, I think that they're trying to create that surreal kind of effect. Like, this is this the last time? I mean, I think the sci-fi miniseries Dune was all matte paintings, but. Well, this is matte paintings for a choice. I think it's matte paintings to create that surreal effect yeah they didn't need to do that oh but it's so off-putting because it's real ish mm-hmm. but yeah but not totally but so she's like noping out on him hitting on her and then then he then quickly she's like oh i'm sorry i'm being rude and he doesn't do like any kind of like you know prolonged like eye contact where he's like glamoring her or whatever the the vampire whatever is um, but then all of a sudden she's like, I'm being rude. I'm sorry. Let me, t-, you know, he, he's asking where the cinema is, but he knows who she is and he knows that he like, that that's why he's here. That's, she's the whole reason he's in London. So they go to the cinema and they're watching, you know, this crazy stuff. And then all of a sudden he's at 
pretty much attacking her. And she's aware that he is, and it's not something that she wants. Is this the only time we see Dracula with his fangs in the movie? Maybe as a man. As a man, yeah. I mean, maybe later when they're together, but still as this type of character. We have Lucy. Jack is checking her out, and he's like, I think I need to call Van Helsing because she's she's basically she's she's hovering four feet above her bed and (laughs) i mean way to go i feel like you know he just gives her a sedative and calls her crazy i feel like a couple years later you just slap a woman until she stops being hysterical so we've made some progress here we're sedate and just talk about them to all to her husband and other friends that she's crazy it's, it's it's a step in the right direction. Right, I suppose. But I was making a Ghostbusters reference. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Like I, I Slept hit... up with about 4,000 cc's of Thorazine. She's taking a little nap. Yeah, exactly. That That's kind of where... Because she's doing... There's a lot of like panting kind of thing that's happening. There's a lot of sex noises. She's having a lot of near orgasms going on here. She's got a lot of... Anytime teeth are out, tits are out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Her left breast is yes. doing a lot it of acting. It is doing in this film. a lot of work. It's, it's doing a lot of work for the both of them because the, it's the only right the one's one. not out much. It, it must have been a rating. Well, there's an R, right? There's an R rating. We were yes. fine. Yeah, we had both. But no, there were. It was we had just both like, boobs out of all of the the brides, but we always shoot her in bed from the same. Because I guess it's supposed to like it's. It must be accidental. This is not what like this is a lady. Like okay, she's not- so uh, film class here we have what we call the stage line. You know, there's all you can only shoot from one side. Okay, yeah. Like, like the person's on the left, the person's on the right. So like, if a person is laying in bed, you can't shoot from the other side of the bed. And all of a sudden, the head of the, their head's on the left side of the screen versus the right side of the screen. Okay. But her head is always on the right side of the screen. Yeah, it is, and head is always on the right side of the screen, and boob is always out. Like, yeah. Like we know, like trouble time, boob is out. Like she's getting she's getting that horny vampire vibe is coming. The trouble's coming. And then that's when we have Wesley saying, spare no expense. This is a year before Jurassic Park. <laughs> but at the movie house, what does Dracula say? He says, do not fear me. Right before throwing her down on the bed and like starting to try to bite her. Right. Yeah. And she's like, no. no. Like, she's like a thousand percent creep real quick. She's like, no, 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 no. Um, and then we got a wolf on the house and everybody's freaking out. And then In 1992, like, any guy that's really into wolves is kind of a dirtbag. Uh, yeah. Uh, guys that are into wolves are also into swords. Yeah. <laughs> like, you yeah, can maybe are. be into wolves. Now. Like, post-Game of Thrones or, like, Wolf Rescue, maybe you could be into wolves now and not be a complete and total dirtbag. But maybe. 92 is a pretty good chance. Yes. You had one of those shirts. With, like, the wolf yes. howling at the moon. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You, it, that, is, that archetype is what inspires the wolf pack in the hangover <laughs> exactly <laughs> um so yeah he goes to attack pretty quick we got a wolf everybody's learning out he tames the wolf she's intrigued by this she's petting the wolf and now she's hooked and i just said that who would have thought this would be our first podcast mention or the first podcast appearance of anthony hopkins sir anthony hopkins sir anthony hopkins i 100 percent thought it would have been silence of the lambs this oh, really stuck up true. on me i had no idea he was in this film I guess I thought he probably was. I but knew Winona and Keanu and Gary Oldman. And I, I that was it. That was the only. I did not know the Rocketeer was in it. I didn't know Carrie Elwes no, was in it. I didn't know I, Carrie Elwes is either. I, yeah, Billy Campbell. No, um, and and I feel like maybe this is also an era. I don't remember when Zorro comes out, but Anthony Hopkins 
and his Zoro character oh, are really man. similar looking. Yeah, he's he's old and Zoro. <laughs> but for a little while, he like pl- he plays. He's trying to play real young, and it's not effective. No, not at all. Um, but I do love like like. Do you even know how to sword fight? It's like the pointy end goes in the other man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a note like Gary Oldman and his kind of dandy look here. I was like, I never really thought about Gary Oldman and Johnny Depp. Oh, but- Johnny Depp gets a lot of his look from Gary Oldman. Uh, yes. I've thought that for years. I hadn't really. Um, but yes, like I think Benny and June is Gary Oldman and Dracula just but a little bit goofier and maybe autistic. Um, I don't know about that because this this styling is way over that. When is Benny and June? I feel like Benny and June is it's about the same time. I feel like it's about the same exactly. But it may be so about the same time that they would not have not have had an opportunity. It's one of those like the like copyright law, like it it was available, but you wouldn't have had access to it. Right, right, right. So now we meet Van Helsing because Jack has talked about calling Van Helsing or contacting Van Helsing, sending him a teletype telegraph emergency SOS. Um, we see him in giving a lecture. He's talking about bats. He's talking about blood. He's talking about syphilis and VD. And everyone's knocking on the yes, thing, as a, as like a clapping. Clap. That's weird. But so he's kind of funny, telling some, telling some jokes. He's got jokes about, what does he say? Civilization and, and civilization. Not a bad. <laughs> it's not a bad joke. Um, but he's like, gotta go. He gets, his, he gets his note. Gotta go. Like in the middle of class. Like, excuse me, sir, you have a telegram. Like, oh, shit, it's the vampires. Like, gotta go. He's like, I'm sorry about the gentleman. That'll be all for today. Like, I wish. I've never even seen the movie Van Helsing with... Um, Hugh Jackman. Wolverine. But like, I wish that he had had one of those hats and like just put that hat on. <laughs> like, it's time to go. <laughs> so he's off. And we got Lucy being visited again. So he's he's coming. He's showing up. He's talking to Jack. We got Lucy upstairs. She's been resting. And then she's, she's got her gold satin sheets. Yeah, her bed clothes and bed outfits get wilder and wilder. But that's a later note that I have. But I'm like, who is dressing her for bed? It's getting very strange. Remember that time that I, as a joke, bought gold satin sheets? <laughs> yeah. I was trying to get the top sheet on. It just kept on sliding off. Kept I could up. not get the bed made. It was it was a good joke, I think. Do we already Have we already seen her in her wedding dress, being fitted for her wedding dress? Oh, I think so. I think so. I think that it's was earlier. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Is there a little bit of green hint in it? Maybe I don't know, but it's a lot. Like it's all the way up to her neck. Which I wonder though. Like she's wearing. Th- she started wearing things all the way up to her neck. Her neck. She's covering her neck. But does she realize? Does she know? Like it, there's a lot of like. Does she? What does she know? What does she not know? I think she's supposed to be maybe under a spell. Yes, of course, but she's covering wounds right. that she doesn't seem to wonder where they came from. There might be some subtext there that maybe I don't want to get into. Like, that she doesn't want to get into? No, that I don't want to get into about her, like, having wounds that she's covering up to protect her boyfriend. Oh, oh I see what you're saying. Mm. That 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 could be a time... That, that could be, yeah, where some kind of vampire stories come from potentially Hmm. it's interesting i never even thought about that um but she oh she has accepted a proposal from carrie elways from arthur who would you have picked 
Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. The I pro- doctor, the aristocrat, or the cowboy? Not the doctor. He was unhinged and seemed questionable. Hey, I'm an unhinged and questionable doctor. No, you're not <laughs> shooting up with morphine and in a dirty insane asylum on a regular basis and think That's this true. is this is a great uh, like I, I my profession is just I really follow my dreams here. Really, my my. Uh, vocation trajectory is really on par or are you just looking for a little bit of all three you're looking for a little bit of an aristocrat a little bit of a cowboy and a little bit of a doctor yes of course okay that's why they are all there <laughs> that's why um but i don't know we don't we don't, she chooses carrie always we learn like he's the least character development of of the three at that moment but he's the money so you know, he seems the natural progression from her going, you know, coming from coming from money. Um, so Van Helsing's there. Then we hear, hear her screaming upstairs because she's um, this is a really interesting part of the scene, I think. Um, you know, we've got Dandy. So now we're seeing Dandy Gary Oldman at the window. Um, he comes in because but at some point he had to have been welcomed in. We don't really talk about that lore so much. We do talk about it in the book. About he has to be invited in. So he had to have been invited in at some point. So she had to like have kind of been aware at some point. He comes in. We're having an attack happening. Um, as soon as they run in, he disappears. But she's still being held. She's still being held. He lets her go. He flies out the window and blood hits the floor. Yes. We don't talk about it. They don't notice it. I was like, it's just an interesting like. I think the fact that like there's so many clues that nobody picks up on. There's a lot of evidence left behind in all of these scenes. <laughs> Some real shitty detective work happening. So we're giving transfusions now. Yes. And like, so you've perfected the procedure. Like he's like, nope, nope, <laughs> <laughs> no. I've played with it with lots of animals, but let's do it. I feel like that really influences years later with the Constantine show. <laughs> it was like. Like, expert in the occult, like, I keep on meaning to have my business card changed. I really should say Petty Dabbler. <laughs> but yeah, like, there's hoses and syringes and all the things. And uh, Carrie always busts in. He's like, what the hell are you doing? He's like, she she's on death's door. She needs a transfusion. You, you're her fiance. Sit down. Like, here we go. I was going to do it, but you can do it. It's fine. Once again, like, tit out, blood everywhere, transfusing. I'm so I'm so glad I didn't accidentally talk my parents into seeing this movie. We go through the transfusion. Um, we then are later outside, and it's implied I think she's like the blood of two men. Where so also Quincy. Then they're like out there smoking like like we got to fortify ourselves again. We've lost all this blood. Smoke, 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 smoke. <laughs> and then we have Dracula and Mina drinking absinthe. So all the powers of the universe known to man and his best way to get in her pants is to get her drunk. Well, I just like the only option. Well, and also, though, I was just like, of course, we have absinthe. Of course, we have absinthe. It's the 1800s. How many more like weird like woohoo things can we add into this? But like the lure of absinthe. This is another Baz Luhrmann thing, too. (laughs) You know, it's like, ooh, we don't understand it. It's maybe creepy. It's maybe drugs. Who knows? It may kill you. I don't know. Like it's intoxicating. (laughs) So it's not just that he gets her drunk. It's so disappointing when I actually learned what absinthe really was. 
instead of like all the lore of it just being this like glowing green stuff that makes you insane. But then later, which I have later, he does appear as a green mist. So I was like, is this an absinthe re- reference? Maybe uh-oh, uh-oh. I don't know. Are we having some sort of hallucination? Um, and then it's where, you know, she's definitely her hair's down. We're getting a little looser. She's like actually entertaining. Like they're there together. Like she's wanting to be with him and calling him her prince. And do you, do you know, where are they, though? Because the silhouettes in the window are of like people ballroom dancing. Did you I, notice that at all? Not really. It's all like shadow puppets of ballroom dancing in the window behind them. I don't know. They're like in, I guess, some sort of private room, maybe at in some, some club or something. something. Yeah, but you know, uh, Keanu Reeves is still hostage, um, and she hasn't heard from him that we know of, and you know, she's then like, "Oh, now my prince, my love." She's like really like under his spell completely. I'm not looking for some Romanian prince to come get me drunk on absinthe, give me enough diamonds to retire and get me into bed. What if it happened? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's a weird thing. Like it's a very like turn from, you know, she wasn't into him. Then she's like, okay, I'm being rude. And then he's like attacking her and she's not into it. And she's like, now she's completely, um, and now they're like, it's the Phantom of the Opera, and they just have all of the floating candles all around them in a black stage, and they're dancing around. They're dancing, and then she's talking about, you know, my <laughs> talking about my home. He's like, oh, it's the most beautiful place. And immediately thought of the same. He's like, my home in South Africa. <laughs> um, and she's describing it, and he's like, it's like, you know. And then, then she's talking about... You know, what about a princess? And then she's talking about the princess and the river and the sadness. And it's like, are they really implying that she's reincarnated, at, like, from being Elizabeth or whatever? And I guess so. They never actually say it. Um, but they're doing some real heavy leaning into it. Like, both of them are putting a lot of significance on the fact that, like, she kind of looks like this guy's dead wife from 500 years ago on another continent. Then she cries and he wipes her tears. He's got a handful of diamonds. I'm like, what's that? Is that a trick? Or is that we actually saying her tears are diamonds? I don't know. Anything could be true in this movie. I mean, this is a post interview with a vampire, vampire Lestat world. Those have both been written by now. So there's lots of times that like looking at diamonds hurt my eyes and I had to cry. Has, has, or something was so beautiful. I had to cry or something was so terrible. I found it beautiful. And Rice. This has happened already. And Rice just needed hormones. <laughs> <laughs> but and we talked about that. I, was, I finally was reading Blood and Gold and was like, if something is so beautiful that someone cries, I'm just going to stop reading this series. I turned one page. <laughs> something was so beautiful that somebody started crying. And I have not. That was 20 years ago. <laughs> I've, I, I've been assured that some of the later books are actually pretty great. But I think, did you read... The one about the farm or whatever? Or? I did. I didn't like it. Oh, you didn't? Okay. Is that the one? With the I think it's with the fiddler. With the ghost or whatever. The violin. Yeah. No. Oh, you the music like is so beautiful. The music is very beautiful. And I was like, that's exactly my, I was like, if we talk about this music one more time, and yeah, that was okay. where I saw it, like Blackberry Farms, Blackwood Farms. Blackwood Farms, I think. I mean, yeah. there's the there's a show now, The Mayfair Witches. I yeah. think what, Alexandra Daddario? Yes. I mean, she could be on the list. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> she she fits the she fits the description. I guess. 
It's your list. <laughs> what a stack brunettes, I mean. Um, but yeah, that that was my experience with that. I was like, if they talk about this music, won't like uh, it's like, no, nope, I'm done. Sorry, breaking the thing here. Who's your favorite Van Helsing? Because Anthony Hopkins shot up to my top three. He was a he was wild. Though. I mean, it's, in the next scene, he's humping the Rocketeer's leg. Yeah, he's wildly inappropriate he's he's taking the morphine too he's on some drugs everybody is having a blast oh coppola's just like just go with it see what happens like like, just take it to 11 see what happens like i said teetering on 12 right um he might have still been on cocaine at this point like this is 1992 they're filming in 91 it's not far from the 80s so we've got him as Van Helsing. We've got Hugh Jackman as Van Helsing. Who else do we got? Uh, Tim Curry, Christopher Plummer. I feel like Christopher Lee. He's, Christopher Lee plays Dracula a bunch, but I feel like he plays Van Helsing. He might. Anthony Hopkins. Christopher Plummer is probably my favorite. I he was like... in Nosferatu in Venice, and then he was in Dracula 2000, uh, reprising the role. Dracula right. 2000 was not a good film. Was but... it Gerard Butler? Yes, yes, as Dracula <laughs> with Johnny Lee Miller kind of taking over as the Van Helsing role. I don't know. I mean, I, he's up there. I feel like he fits the the vibe probably the most because you have two Van Helsings. I mean, you either have like this kind of crazy doctor or you have this like badass superhero all of his own. I mean, maybe is Guillermo, is Guillermo my oh, favorite Guillermo's Van, Van Helsing? Helsing? <laughs> he is, he is. Okay. <laughs> he if that's what you want to go with. Then... I think I might actually. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. So we've got Anthony Hopkins humping the Rocketeer's legs, people making choices in their acting. <laughs> Um, I've got Keanu like finally escaping the the bordello of blood. <laughs> I think even before that, we've got the Rocketeer. His fringe game is on point. We finally get to see it. Do we? We never see a. Cl- he never gets a close up in this entire film. He's no. a medium shot the whole time. The whole time, except for maybe when he spoiler he dies. It's still we're, it's, it's still chest up. We it, we never get a close up on him. Well, that's where I was like, I know his face. Why don't I? I know his face. I can't think of who that is because you were like, do you know who that is? So I was like, yes, no. I mean, Anthony Hopkins, Winona Ryder, Gary Oldman, they all get close ups. Yeah, but I don't know if any of the others of them ever. <laughs> I think that Tom Waits does. He might. Yeah, Tom I think Waits Ray does. does. Yeah. Lucy does. Um. But like Wesley's falling asleep drunk. Good job, guy. When you're trying to like protect your your fiance, and then we have yeah, he's escaped and he's kind of gray now. Yeah, but he's like, like kind of gray. He's, he's got the most 1992 haircut of all time. It's a weird bowl cut, like that's like parted in the middle. He makes it to a church or like a nunnery, but like I swear that the cross looks like it's backlit by neon. <laughs> And so then we get to the point with the wedding ceremony and that it's kind of assumed that in Romanian Orthodox Church that they may actually be married. Right. That Keanu Reeves and Winona Ryder yes. are actually married. Like it's not legal in, in the United States, but that in the eyes of God in the Roman Orthodox, Romanian Orthodox Church, they probably are. I, I feel like I've heard them talk about that before. I also have here, I was like, oh, Mina comes and Van Helsing. I feel like Van Helsing can smell do like Gary Oldman on her can smell mm. Dracula on her. He kind of like he gets too close. He gets real weird. 
and she's like, oh, yes, I'm going to I'm going to Romania. I'm going to whatever. And I feel like he knows. He already gotcha. knows. There's like a little bit there. The intercut of the wedding and Lucy's transformation. Oh, yeah. And then at the wedding. That's an impressive amount of tongue for an 1890s wedding in a very conservative Romanian chapel. Yes, very much. But yeah, we've got Lucy, basically Lucy's last attack and the wedding happening at the same time. So it's back and forth and back and forth. And it's like she... Mina is still like you can tell like conflicted. Man, I have I have I have an abbreviation and I don't know what it's for. <laughs> I have like a little overstyled for oh oh a little overstyled for Francis Ford Coppola. Oh, I guess I got like talking about Baz Luhrmann. And I was like this feels like just the, the shots, all all of it just seem out of place a little bit. This is kind of where I'm like talking about it more and more. I mean, it's fun to see. I mean, Francis Ford Coppola. I don't really. I I know he did The Godfather. What apocalypse now and Jack with uh with Robin Williams that I saw at a sneak preview that I hated. Yeah, I don't honestly know what other things he's done. I mean, people just think The Godfather. The Godfather. I mean, it's not. It's got its own styling, but it doesn't have like like these sped up effects and. I'm gonna go ahead and say though that he's a masterful director. Yeah. But it's fun to see him just play. It is cool. Yeah, because I mean, it's still, I, I'm talking about it referencing other directors and other styles that are actually coming after. So right, we're talking about three of our favorite auteur directors who all happened after this. Right. So he's definitely, yeah, he's inspired some people on some level. Um, we have Gary Oldman number five, which is a full on wolf. Like he, it's not really like. Gary Oldman, it's some sort of wolf, an, an actual wolf attacking her, um, which also, I guess she's been tasting his blood throughout because this is just a full on wolf attack. And Lucy, and then we had Lucy is dead. And I was like, and I have Van Helsing cannot read the room. <laughs> she's like in a glass coffin in her terrible wedding dress and she's dead. And everyone is just kind of sitting around her all of her her entourage and he's like you can need to get some tools you're like i need you to get some yeah exactly like and we're gonna need to like stake her and cut off her head oh, is it like, are you gonna perform an autopsy like heavens no we're gonna stake her and cut off her head are you good oh no okay okay <laughs> yeah i have that too um i love how when they get to the crypt they're kind of, they're whispering and then they start like, clank, 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 clank. <laughs> and they give up all pretense. Like, all right. And they start like pushing. They're just yelling. And whatever. But at the very beginning, they're whispering before they start hammering everything. <laughs> I've got Mina here. She's like, now that I'm married, I begin to understand the nature of my feelings. I was like, oh, she's like, oh, I wanted to fucking bone him. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Keanu's like, oh. got way too many bites on his dick. Like he's not getting things done. I don't know. I, I don't know how long he's been convalescing, but uh, but he doesn't yeah. seem like he's got a lot of life in him at this point. No, he's he's he's. I mean, love Keanu. He can play real subdued, real easy though. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. And Keanu's like, I had like three demon mistresses. Like, you know what three demon women do? <laughs> <laughs> like we all have some weird back like back stuff we're bringing into this marriage all of a sudden um like do you yeah do you yeah let's figure this out i mean well i mean like she's been learning from dracula he's been learning from like three demon brides like i bet they're getting freaky once 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 he has enough blood left <laughs> to um, perform 
well, I don't know if they get the opportunity. Everything moves so fast. <laughs> so we're already checking on Lucy. I feel like in the book we have, we check on Lucy and have multiple Lucy, Lucy as the undead moment. I don't feel like it's just, just one. This is, it's a good scene though. Cause they open up. The th- and she's not there. She's not there. Cause like, like they, cause they're like hammer and hammer and hammer to get it, the thing open. And Carrie always is like, what are we doing? Like, this is like, I can't believe we're doing this. And he's like, uh, wow. Yeah, yeah, and, and then, then she, she walks down the stairs. She walks down the stairs, and she's got a kid. Yeah, and um, it's creepy as hell. Um, is it like the all the the pale woman with the all white dress vomiting blood all over her head? Yeah, I was like, I was like, she stole a baby, then she pukes blood all over. Like, yeah, they they steal the baby back. They rebuke her with a with a cross. She gets back into the whatever and pukes blood on him. And then poor Killer Elways has to drive a stake into her. Well, he just says like just just a moment of of whatever of overcoming hesitation. And yeah, it's like three or four strikes, and he's like really having a moment. And then Van Helsing cuts off her head, and then we're all sitting there, kind of like just like, huh, huh. <laughs> <laughs> And then, then we're right to Van Helsing in like a pub with Mina and Jonathan just eating, and it's gr- so gross. Oh, like it's, it's all straight from the head, like the this it's the like a severed ham. neck into a into a ham or a, a steak or a whatever a prime rib or something. something. Yes, and he's eating, and he's like like sloppy, gross, talking about you know what the experience was because like we're already like we there's no pretense here. It's like we already know. Harker's been kidnapped, was kidnapped by the vampire that he had had experiences with vampire ladies. And we know what happened to Lucy. And uh, he's like, did you, did you drink any of their blood? He's like, no, no. He's like, all right, they were okay. Uh, it's like, woo. And then like next scene, Lucy's drinking Dracula's blood. <laughs> well, not exactly the next scene, but close. We've got... We're all gearing up. I, I'm surprised we don't have a gear up scene. <laughs> Everybody in their own. Like, dun, 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 yeah, like grab gra- Bowie knives. And- like, like Shaun of the Dead. Right, right. We didn't talk about Jonathan Harker's Kukuri knife that he carries. No, we didn't. I don't. That's in the book that oh. he has a, a crescent Kukuri knife, like from the Far East or whatever. And they never explain, like, why that's his weapon of choice or. <laughs> No, we don't see it in the movie, I don't think. Like John Romita Sr.'s trademark ivory handle switchblades. Or... <laughs> that is a deep cut. If you know what the hell I'm talking about, you were watching G4 TV in like 2004. <laughs> um, so for some reason, they think as we go to – where are they go? Oh, they're going to – because Harker's like, well, I know where he is. Like – I know where, what houses he bought. Like, let's go. And we're going to go there. Mina, you're going to be totally safe in this insane asylum. It makes total sense. <laughs> like, you'll be safe in my quarters, which, so Jack lives in the insane asylum upstairs. That's terrifying. And even Renfield's like, like, oh no, like, this was a bad idea. He's like, he's like, she's like, bring me to him. And he's like, my master's been speaking to me about you. I know about you. You don't need to be here. <laughs> and he's like, and he says, he's like, he's like, Dr. Jack, I'm not insane. I'm a man like battling for my soul. And we leave that at that. And and when 
Dracula does come to him, like, finally, he's like, you've betrayed me. Because he did have, like, a a, a conscious moment and, and tell her, like, uh, that's that's the end of him. He doesn't get his immortal life. He doesn't get right. anything good. He's only gotten torment. That's, when Redfield has the best ideas in the room, we got a problem. True. I was like, then they're all on the move and they've got dogs. And I'm like, puppies, no. <laughs> I feel like all the dogs come out okay. Yes, all the dogs do come out okay. But you don't know in something like this. This is this is a, not a dog-friendly type of movie. No, it is not. No, it is not. Um, And so then we are... Yeah, we're at the house. Yeah, I stopped writing notes. I was just watching the movie. So the next thing I have, why not a writer's a vampire? No, not yet. Continue, continue to talk. So we're, I'll, we're, I'll, at, the, we're at the house. Like the, that's, you know, got the boxes of dirt. They're breaking it up and tearing it up. And is Dracula hanging from the ceiling like... Yeah, number I have, eleven or I have whatever. Number six. Number six. Okay. Number six. Very Nosferatu. He's got a very Nosferatu like bat-like type of look, and he's going after them. There, then he flies off, and then he's the Green Mist coming in to Renfield, and he's talking to Renfield as you know, Green Mist. He doesn't materialize. He's like, "You've you've betrayed me." He's like, "No, I haven't." And he runs Renfield into, like, you know helps him run himself into the bars of the door, which I'm assuming he kills, it winds up killing him. And we don't see that exactly, but it would look like he it killed himself. Reasonable, yeah. yeah. So then he comes to Mina, who is in Jack's quarters upstairs. He comes to her as a meat, green mist up under the bed. And she's like recognizing that he's there and her love and her prince and, that's annoying all to itself. Just calling someone my prince over and over again. Ugh. But, you oh, know. my prince, would you drink of my lips as deeply? <laughs> Sorry. Rocketeer talk. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, it's a real sexual moment. We see a lot of, of Winona Ryder cleavage from here on out. Now that she's married, has had sex with both Jonathan Harker and sexual experiences with the vampire. I don't know how many frames are cut out, but I mean, she's yanking at that stuff and nothing pops out. I mean, good on the costume designer, good on her, good on the editor that edited out all the stuff. There's a lot around. of, there's a lot of tape happening They're They're really, she's not that well endowed and they're taped for Jesus. <laughs> so she got some good cleavage. So there was a lot of work happening in there. Um, so then he materializes and he's in his dandy, you know, Gary Oldman-ish, Gary Oldman, um, long curly hair. The, the hair's just a little too ringlety for me. I, um, but then, I mean, serious black owes a serious debt to this, this is, film. This is true. Um, but so they were, they were like, what, what should I look like? He's like, you know, he's like, we were really thinking Bram Stoker's jacket. I was like, really? Do I got to do that again? Okay, fine. <laughs> um, and like the glasses. Do I have to do the glasses? Like you could just do a pocket watch chain. Like okay, <sighs> okay, 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 okay. Cool. No glasses. Okay. No, no top hat. <laughs> um, it's like this. Where I draw the line. Like, can, can I? Can I wear a top hat? Like that would be ridiculous. <laughs> Quit it, Gary. <laughs> we're not. We're not crazy. It's like here. I'm sorry. It's been a while. Um, this is England. <laughs> This is England. <laughs> um, and she's all about it. She's like, I want to be what you are. And then he's like, but I, you know, here, like, listen, I have no heartbeat. I'm the, un I'm 
I'm not alive. I have no soul. And then she's like, he's like, I'm Dracul. She's like, you're who killed Lucy. And she's beating him up. But then she still loves him and is taken by him. I want you to make me what you are. And he gives her a choice. And he's torn by it. He's like, no, I love you too much. Because he loves his previous person. And he's seeing that there. He's like, I love you too much. But it's kind of, a, it's done. It's a done deal. He's already bit her. And then he's like, no. And then he's like, no, oh, here's my blood. And she like starts to drink it. He's like, no. And then she like goes to drink it again. And he's having like blood orgasms. And it's too late. It's done. And then everybody busts in and he disappears. He's real good at disappearing and making the ladies look like real stupid. <laughs> um, all on their lonesome. And then he... Does he change back into the Nosferatu? Maybe I don't remember now. Honestly, I, I was just watching the movie. I was having a blast. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm my notes are not very accurate. I just have observations pretty much after this. I have that this must have been so much fun to make. Why not a writer's having a chance to run wild, and now we have the gypsies that are like trying to escape Dracula. And I said that. I've seen a few episodes of, like, my big fat gypsy wedding. And, like, I don't think... First of all, we don't say gypsy anymore. But, like, I don't think the, the Romney really... That's their thing is they, like, sell themselves to their demon masters. I don't think so. I think so. it's really more like not really being tied down, kind of living in a mobile thing. and, and Yeah, about, but I guess, like, like maybe for, like, the, if this is and... the, the contract work <laughs> that's available, they do make it sound like they're very, very loyal. They will do anything. Like, But I don't think that's really true. I think they're just like, there's this Dracula guy. It's, it's like, it's consistent work. Like, he doesn't, he's here some, he's not here. You know, we just need to drive some carriages. It's fine. It's, it's, a, it's good money. <laughs> Yeah, like, really all I have left are, ew, gross kiss, he transform again, wow, four transformations in one fight, say something about Coppola, and, oh, Annie Lennox. That's the rest of my notes for this movie. I only have about three quarters of a page. Yeah, I was just watching, watching, watching. I mean, but now we, we like kinda... the whole climax, I have nothing. I was just watching the movie. Well, we go back into the, or we, we, we visit an idea that we didn't visit before, or that, like, Okay, well, now Mina's really technically becoming a vampire. She's, But if we kill the vampire, then she could be saved. We've never had any of this conversation before. This is new news from Van Helsing. It's like, okay, so we're on, the, we're on the move. And we got just a lot of, like, trains, carriages. People are going. We're getting messages. He's outsmarted us. Like, we're just We have Dracula in his box. Right. We, we get to see, like, the inside of the box a few times. That, that's it's something weird. I've never seen before. It's weird because we always see his head. It's like he's, like, buried up to his neck. He has, like, his his his, his hands and his he, neck He out. might as well just, like, be this, like, we're, like, we have, like, a lot of little girl friends, in, like, in our lives, like, friends with little girls. And they always, like, pose with their little hands under their chins. That's what it looks like. It's real weird. <laughs> is that another makeup effect? Or are we is that, like, seven? Or was that no, a, I think it's, a reuse? It, it's a reuse. I think okay. it, it's still... Like uh, the Nosferatu no, looking one. No, it's still like number one. Number one. It's okay. back to number one. Um, no, no, no. Number two. Sorry, number two. Like the actual Dracula, like okay, not okay. our like Vlad the Impaler. Um, but so yeah, we're just trying to beat him to the castle, and there's just various cool concept, ways that that's though, happening. Like the, you know, he's on a boat, but we've got a train, so we're going to train. Then we got ahead. horses and all this kind of things. Then we split up. And I don't know how, I guess, on horses, maybe in the carriage, Van Helsing and Mina beat them all to the castle. So they're at the castle first. Well, they're going to the castle in case the guys miss them at the next port. 
Right, which they do. Yes. Um, so they're there. And then she's like kind of having a, he's like, you need to eat. She's like, I'm not hungry because I'm turning into a vampire and I don't eat real food anymore. Um, and then she's like, the the brides are talking to her because the brides are there. They don't, I don't know why they didn't think about the brides being there while they're hanging out outside at the castle. Um, and the brides are talking to her and she like starts to seduce him in hell saying, he does not Worded off that great. No. <laughs> he kisses her and he's like all like getting in there to do a little like motorboating. And then she goes to bite him and he's like, oh, shit, I forgot what we were doing here. Would you have woken up this morning thinking, I'm going to see Anthony Hopkins motorboat Winona Ryder? No, no. <laughs> and he's like, oh, no, I vowed to protect you. I'm like, doesn't look like it, <laughs> dude. I mean, you can motorboat and protect in the same day. Uh, it depends on who you are already in your established relationship. <laughs> If that has not been a part of the established relationship, I'm not sure, but you are. <laughs> so then the brides show up and he they're like he's making a fire circle, warding them off, and he's like, Go away, you have to go away. And then, then they kill their horses and that makes me sad. Um and then the brides are gone and then the brides are just asleep and he chops their heads off. It seems a little anticlimactic. Yeah, I was like, wait, what what? Yeah, okay. Like I guess he like wore it like he had the fire circle and then waited till the next morning. I guess so, but a lot happens real fast. And then we're then we're in. I hate to say that this could have been ten minutes longer. It could have been other things could have been a lot shorter. (laughs) We could have spent more time on this last bit because it does. Yeah, feel kind of real like wait. Okay, so that that. That was a little unfortunate moment, but then it was taken care of very quickly. Right. And then we're... We had a lot of letter writing that we could have cut out of the beginning. (laughs) Right. And then we're in the next day and they're like racing. So the the guys, the carriage with Dracula's coffin are racing to the to the house and there's like battles on horses and then Mina starts to like conjure a storm and people are falling off their horses and we get into the courtyard and... um. Quincy, the Texan, gets stabbed, and he's still trying to kill people. They're trying to break open the um, – Carrie Elways is breaking open the right, – right as sunset is coming down, which we already established that he can be in sunlight. He's not powerless. I don't understand why. He's just not as strong in the sunlight. Fair, but still. Um, so then sunset goes down, and they burst out. Carrie always like, shoots him and then stabs him, and he's in this weird gold outfit we haven't seen before. And then basically, like, Renata Ryder comes up and she's like, no. And he's, like, been stabbed until he's bleeding. And she's like, is this what you do to me? Would you cut off my head to Jonathan Harker? And he's like, um, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> and then he's like, away. And then he's like, leave them. We've come what we came to do. I'm like, did you? Did we come all this way for this? So they go into the throne room that we see at the very beginning. And she's like, I love you. I love you. I love you. And he's dying, I guess. It seems like it's too much of a wound for him to heal himself. But then he's like starting to look like a gross vampire again. He's not looking like our dandy Gary Oldman. Um, and he's covered in blood and spitting out blood, and she's kissing him. I'm like, this had to have been so gross. I felt Is that why so... I said, that must be why I wrote you, gross kiss. Yeah, I was like, I felt so bad for Winona Ryder right now, having to kiss Gary Oldman and all that makeup. Because like, all the makeup and just like, blood gurgling out. Gross. So gross. And he's like, I don't know if he says, put me out of my misery or whatever he says, but she like drives the knife through him all the way. And then, then it's like, it's like he gets salvation. 
I'm like, does he really? After all that, he doesn't like renounce anything, but it's like the light's good. The little hole in the cross where all the blood came out. Like shines a little light on his face. So it gets to the kind of the Morticia Adams vibe. Right. His face goes back. He's all, you know, normal, like normal man. The, The hole in the cross that he stabbed 400 years ago patches itself back up. Um, her oh she has gotten like branded by Van Helsing in a in With that a, a communion wafer or some, something I don't know what it is but that goes away um, and then you know everything's fine but I'm like doesn't doesn't then does does she's could leave what is she gonna do now. We, we end with them as like a romantic moment of him being dead. I really thought we were going to have a jump scare. It was really the opportunity for a jump scare, <laughs> which we don't have. Um, but like, so is she, what's going to happen now? Because she's not a vampire anymore, right? I guess. I mean, yeah. I don't know. But so she like not going to go back to Jonathan and live their life. Like, I felt like we would see a little post scene. of This them. movie just ends. It The last 10 minutes of this movie are where the most movies would be the second half of the film. But then it just made me think of like, well, okay. So have you ever seen the league of, you believe it league of extraordinary gentlemen? I have not. Mina Harker is in the league of extraordinary gentlemen. Oh, okay. As a, she is a vampire. Oh, she's a vampire. She's a vampire. Oh, I bet this had a lot to do with that. Well, well yes. Um, I don't know if she like what the book looks like, but yeah, she is, she's a vampire. Okay. Fully. I've read the first couple volumes of the book. It never really grabbed me. I, the movie was fun. People like wanted to like people. Okay. I'm not a comic book person. So I am able to enjoy a movie for what it is on its face. Just flat. I don't have any, you know, the property, the stories, this version, this person. Like who cares? I'm going to go right out and say the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, the comic book, because I have read the first few volumes of it. And the execution does not live up to the concept but the movie, uh, I would bet the movie doesn't either. I bet the concept is a better is better than the movie. Probably so. I don't know, but I didn't know anything about it. But going it's a into cool it. idea. Like Captain Nemo flies around with Frankenstein and Dracula, and we've got so Oscar Wilde and <laughs> I don't I don't know just a bunch of people from you have Alan Quartermain. Is he the one that discovered like the City of Gold and some old serials? He kind of yeah. He kind of seems like some sort of arc. Geologist Doesn't he have, explorer. I think he has a series of movies with Sharon Stone as the girl in them. I don't know. We have Mina Harker. Okay. We have Captain Nemo. Tom Sawyer? Huh, okay. Portrait of Dorian Gray. Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Okay. I feel like that's it. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I don't even remember what the what they're trying to accomplish, what the plot is. Like, I just know there's a gang and they do their things. And it seems like Penny Dreadful. I, we haven't watched that either, but Penny Dreadful might have done it better, but still maybe not lived up to the concept. I don't know. But yeah, I, it was fine. But so, yeah, she is, Mina Harker is a character there and okay. she is a vampire. She plays it real low key. Like, she <laughs> only uses the vampireness when she needs to. All right. So, I mean, final impressions of this thing. I don't know that I really would think it's truly a horror movie, but it had horror elements. It had some fantastical and it had just just very 90s, which is very 90s. I mean, this was like everything my parents warned me about. Oh, yeah. There's boobs. There's blood. There's teeth. There's orgasms. There's the Karma Sutra. There's lots of things. It's so much more 
than what I was expecting it to be on the Forbidden Spectrum. (laughs) I mean, very, like, so many of these have been like, well, that was it? But this was like, oh, no, it was. This was a lot of things. times more than I was expecting. Yeah. No, no, no. Absolutely. This. This had all the things that were, this would have been turned off very fast. The camp, the over the top. I mean, this was like, I feel like this was pretty well re- received or at least like well received as a mess, but like a glorious mess. I don't remember what the re- reviews or the talk was at the time, honestly. But like a, a world where this is a glorious mess and Showgirls is garbage. <laughs> I mean, there's some, there's some DNA that are shared here. Yeah, there definitely is for sure. I loved this evening watching this movie with you. <laughs> I just want I just want to see a broad or a Vegas revival. <laughs> that would be this would be a wild stage show. I'm There's I'm interested. That you couldn't do on the stage though. I just Th- that's true. Outfits and costumes and yeah, you could do everything. Like you don't need the special effects per se. Just no, you can create you can, anything they did. Cre- like from a special effects standpoint, you could do a mistake. You just be drop just as down effective. a a matte painting and you know just turn off off all the lights and have only the lights on in certain places, like the candles. I mean, yeah, there's nothing they do in Phantom of the Opera that or yeah that you couldn't do with it. This it's true. All right. Well, that was it. Happy Halloween. I hope you're having a, had an amazing spooky season. Um, stay warm wherever you are. I don't know about you guys, but temperature is getting ready to drop about 45 degrees for us from 50, today to tomorrow. 55. 55, really? 55 degrees, yes. Did it get to be that hot today? Yes, it did. All right. It was um, a record high today, and they think it's going to be a record low tomorrow. So everybody be safe out there. Uh, trick-or-treating is going to be about 20 degrees here. So, oh boy. <laughs> I always hate that because then you got to put a coat over your costume. It's so sad. But anyway, have a great time. Don't eat too many, too much candy or eat all the candy that you want. Uh, enjoy the day. Um, check us out, Forbidden Cinema, on Instagram, Forbidden Cinema Podcast at Gmail. If you haven't, be watching the minks get caught up so we can maybe hope for a season three. And yeah, we'll talk to you soon. If you're just joining us from the uh, Halloween party that we were at on Friday night where we ruled on trivia and we plugged plugged ourselves in this podcast because half the questions were about things we've done podcasts This is true. That's why we ruled uh, it. It's it's good to to hear from you. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.